0: Welcome to the A Nourishing Place podcast. My name is Kelly Newton. I'm a self-love, mindset, and manifestation coach here to empower, motivate, create community, and remind you of how powerful you are. I will be bringing you interviews, tools, and resources all revolved around mindset, self-love, money, spirituality, manifestation, and so much more. I'm so excited that you're here today. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello! On this episode, we are diving into past lives, and this is a huge topic, and it's something that I love talking about, and so I was so excited that Talia St. Louis came on the podcast. Now, Talia is an open channel and a new Earth Ascension guide. She's created methods to support and customize healing needs for her clients, After Talia had a curiosity and calling for reincarnation, at the age of 15, it took her a few years later to travel to India, where she unexpectedly had her first phenomenon with her own past life vision. Since then, her third eye and channel has extended these visions to others specializing with past lives. And in this episode, we discuss a variety of questions (laughs) and questions that people have sent me. Some of them include, can people have past lives where they have traveled to other planes, planets, and dimensions? How can people channel their past life experiences to help them in their current reality? We talk about why we carry certain emotions or lessons over from past lives. We also talk about when we are connected to souls that have passed away in this lifetime. When we reconnect with them, are they in the spirit world or could they already be reincarnated? And so much more. If you are interested in learning more about past lives, then this is an episode for you. And Talia is a great resource. I definitely recommend checking her out on Instagram and her website. All of that is in the show notes. She has two methods or paths that she talks about too to assist people in this journey. One is readings, which is more of like a receiving, and the other is regressions. And she dives deeper into this in the podcast too. I actually have a regression booked with her really, really soon. And I am so excited. And I can't wait to share about that experience with you all. Of course, we'll have to see after the after I have that experience if I want to share it. But I'm really excited because it will be my first past life regression. So even though I know about several of my past lives, I haven't actually experienced them. So I'm really looking forward to it. And this episode is totally raw. It's coming to you unedited. And I really hope that you get the exact information that you need today. Hi, Talia. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am so excited to dive into this topic of past lives and the nuances and the details and everything. (laughs) I hope people will be able to follow it. Um, I hope I'll be able to follow it too. There's just so much information. um, And I'm really excited to hear your perspective and viewpoint on all of it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to kind of share some details of how I tap in and tune in to different aspects of past lives. And yeah, I'm excited to answer any questions on such a big topic.
0: Well, I'd love to start with you just telling us a bit about yourself, just kind of like this is really interesting work that you do. You don't meet a lot of channels and past life regression is just, you know, at least where I live in my everyday, you know, Um, so just what's like this kind of story about how you got started in this?
1: Yeah, so since I was younger, I was always, uh, I always had spiritual experiences at the age of four. And there wasn't much references out there. And then when I would, the little books that were published at the time um, didn't resonate with my experiences. And I kept feeling that I needed to explore, keep going inwards to find my own way of defining my experiences. Um, So I stopped looking externally. And I remember when I was like in high school, I was really um, intrigued and connected to Hinduism because of reincarnation and that journey took me you when know, I was about 21 years old I went to uh, Rishikesh India and when I was there I unexpectedly had an activation and my channel become I was under full moon on a flat rooftop in uh, the Himalayas and just meditating under the full moon and these uh, visions rushed through me and the Clare audience came in. And once I experienced the sensations, the visualizations, it forever changed my perspective on myself, my purpose, my confidence. It, re, it redefined my soul. And I was able to find a source point. And since that unexpected phenomenon I started getting more and more and then started sensing it through other people. And my channel just really kept going in that direction. When people would ask me questions about this lifetime in a reading, it would show me another aspect of them that was a direct parallel. So it was an unexpected activation um, in my travels. And since then, it's like a switch that happened. And I couldn't deny the experience and I couldn't deny the effects of how much it shifted me for the betterment. Um, so, yeah, that's what led me to continue since then. So I've been um, working with this um, method uh, since 2014 now.
0: Wow. Okay. So, yeah, almost 10 years then. Yeah. In that method. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay travel really can do
1: a lot for us. <laughs> it can. And I always say different places on the planets are portals, you know, and sometimes we're called, you know, and I, yeah. I remember the whole process, even going traveling on my own, being young, people didn't want me traveling on my own far, but I was like, you don't understand. I have to go. And I thought I was going for yoga or to be on a retreat or an ashram. Like we keep thinking it's, you know, it's to gain something that's planned, but phenomenon is the unexpected. And that's where the shifts happen, you know? Interesting.
0: So. Yes. Yeah. I also resonate with that. I traveled a lot alone when I was younger and people were like, are you sure? Is it safe? Can you go? You know, I'm like, I'm going, <laughs> like I'm going.
1: <laughs> yep. I remember that.
0: Love it. Well, I know that you have, so just jumping into like the past life part of your um, what you do and, you know, all of that, like you've created methods of helping people to experience their past lives or how does that work? I mean, I don't even know the right words to use necessarily in these questions.
1: Yeah. So it's each soul is so has such a different background. (laughs) And when I meet each, um, each individual, Um, they're experiencing their past life differently. So when we are experiencing something in our present moment, could be a breakup, could be a job loss, could be I'm trying to find my life purpose. It can be cycles, patterns, behaviors um, that they're looking to seek a deeper understanding. So I have different methods to approach it. So I always say there's the channeling and the reading side to receive the information. And then there's the experiencing side where someone's like, I'm ready to experience my past life and revisit it for myself, to feel it, to connect with it. So not everybody wants to experience it. Some people just want to receive the information to help them have those breakthroughs so they know how to navigate Um, forward how to empower themselves and free themselves with the information so it's it's just depends on what works for each individual I work with souls who want to experience um, learn more about relationships karmic relationships themes events are reoccurring and even like I said past um, life purpose People can find their life purpose in retrieving um, information from their past lives. So, really, any intention, we can find the answers.
0: I love it. So, I love how you explain that too, because receiving the information, like from you, and versus the experience when you have when people are experiencing their past lives, like going through like that. That's the regression, right? Past regression. Do you also experience it with them?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. Um
0: I have this um
1: I have this connection where even when I'm doing Reiki energy work or regression work, I'm seeing what they are what the client is seeing. It's like our third eyes connect. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like a movie and like I am just operating and guiding and it's interesting because my clients would be like When you ask me who else is there, it's like you knew someone else was there. I go, I did, (laughs) you know, so it's either I can sense it um, and they're telling me to ask them to have someone else step forward because they're showing me there's someone else who wants to come through. So I need to use all of my channel and to guide from start to finish. And that's same with Reiki. So my third eye is connected um, as well to follow their journey.
0: You know, before we go deeper, can you explain channel to everyone, like, what that means to you?
1: Yeah, I love that because it means something different for everyone. And when I'm teaching people to connect with their own channel, it's to connect, um, I believe, is to connect with your different senses. Everybody's intuition is different. Everybody has their own um communication lines, and that's what the channel is. So some, it's a direct communication line with their spirit guide. They could have a strong sense of gut, emotion, taste, smell, hearing, seeing. Um, So I think we all experience our channel differently at different times, especially sometimes it comes in stronger in one area or another. So we do call these clear senses. So I believe our channel is how we're clearing the communication lines with other realms other dimensions and we're using our senses to ultimately deliver messages so i don't know if that helps uh define it
0: yeah it's definitely a different i liked how you also tied it in with like intuition and like is it are we is it a connection with a spirit guide is it a connection with you know different parts of our body because i do agree with you everyone experiences it differently and the and it different- changes all the time. Yes. <laughs> it's
1: never the same experience too.
0: ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, what is the soul memory method? That's something that you have created, right? Yeah.
1: And the soul memory method is coming back down to the experience and the receiving. So I customize um, for your intention. So I work differently, and it's a method for you. Um, So, I also teach about how I tap in and tune into past lives to help. Um, So, now I'm teaching others how to be past life readers, and that's my soul memory method as well. So, how I work with cards, how I work with the channel, how I merge the two together, how we can channel other souls, how we can make sure we can identify who are you, what happened. Um, what theme is reoccurring, where is it happening in your energetic body, and uh, what events are even being stored inside of you, and the soul memory method gives the details of your soul history, and it gives a history that's not really found anywhere. It's a history within yourself, so the soul memory comes down to how can we retrieve your blueprint and your background so you know how to define who you are why you're here on planet earth and i'm not ever generalizing it i'm very much about customization
0: that that actually makes me want to ask one of the questions that came in from someone (laughs) um,
1: yeah
0: which is and i guess hmm, i'll just ask the question so How can people channel their past life experiences to help them in their current reality? So, someone mentioned that they were a healer in a past life and are receiving messages from that life now, but they want to be more intentional about channeling more information to help them in this life, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. So, sometimes we get these downloads, right? So, she received the download. One, she's identifying that she was a healer. So she is resonating with that role that she had. But that role had so many things occur while she was that healer. There can be events behind that. There can be relationships behind that. So there's a lot of details. (laughs) Uh, She's identified one portion. But once she connects to um, why she was a healer, what was her mission? What was her specialty? But then also what happened that she's still storing, that's creating maybe a blockage that she can't tap in to maybe ultimately use the healer for herself. And maybe that's how she wants to feel it first is through herself. Maybe she was like, I can give an example. Maybe it was too much of service of others. So she wants to first experience it for herself in this lifetime. So there can be so many possibilities of why she just received the role, but there's more that needs to be investigated, right? And then that's when I use the method of whether it's a a general reading or if I have to look at multiple past lives to find the themes. So sometimes I have to channel three past lives to answer that question. Does that make sense? Right. So that's yes. when I have to start going through the layers of that one question.
0: Ah, I love it. So it's not just about, so if we get this, you know, download, I was the healer in a past life. It doesn't necessarily mean jump into being a healer right now. It means keep
1: there's you know, more. brushing the
0: dirt away and figuring out what's there, yes. what's really there.
1: And then she might be a healer through her sacral. She might be a healer through her throat. We don't know what that type of healer is, right? Right. And how it's, and I call it a a carrying over energy. So whatever she's experiencing right now in her life, the healer is being called in. So that's a parallel. So she's creating a parallel of that timeline. It's being because it wants to be utilized. So I always say, you know, um, when we're channeling roles of past lives, it means space and time is gifting us experiences, knowledge like that we don't have in this lifetime, but we can just channel and pull it in. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to like go yes. back like energetically, mentally, like it actually wants to be our ally, but we need the information, we need the specifics. And then that's when the breakthrough happens and that's when people know, I like I know how I was a healer. I know how I want to heal, not just a generalization. So past lives give us the ultimate details and disclosures?
0: My brain. Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking about past lives, but I'm also thinking about um, timelines. So like in my current life, right, there's multiple timelines going on, I believe. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe you don't, but when, if you do believe that there's, there could be, there's multiple experiences that I could be having. I agree. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so when you're channeling a past life, there could be so many timelines, like how do you know which is the right one, or do you experience multiple timelines of, I've actually recently, which this is new for me, where I was um, doing some release and shadow work, and I had I actually had some um, experiences from this life, but wasn't me experiencing it, it was me in a different timeline, and I was like, That needs to be cleared, but it didn't happen to me. Well, it did, but do you know what I mean? So how do you know which timeline to channel?
1: Absolutely. So in my, um, when I'm teaching about um, how to be a past life reader, my past life course, um, which stems from my soul memory method, how I work with my clients, I call these connection cords. And we know connection cords as like those relationship cords. We must cut. We must clear we can have connection cords to um that are coming up in our specific cycle so we're on a timeline vibrating and it's activating a cord that maybe we weren't even aware about sometimes the cords become activated in our sleep you know what i mean that's experiencing yep. another timeline so it's <laughs> yeah. like i wasn't even aware of this cord and this connection cord um and now that it's coming to me it's like okay, well. What's it trying to teach me? Okay, am I going to use this as an ally, or is this something that's been in my way that's presenting itself in a multi-dimensional way? Because what right. you're experiencing is your multi-dimensional self. So, because it's like you can be consciously like on your mission, but then the timeline lapse happened um, for you to kind of like receive that connection cord. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. So, and then now we got to define that cord. Now we got to look into that chord. So I mean, past lives can be coming up through timelines. So you're a hundred percent right. So this is why I feel like it's an infinite topic, and we're experiencing it all the time. And timelines actually bring us to another topic. I won't go too much into detail, but I think you're um, you might be interested. Please do. <laughs> um, missing time. Missing time is filled with timelines that we're experiencing a blockage because we feel like we're not ready to receive the information consciously. So I say regression can have us tap into missing time. So a lot of people say, I can't remember my childhood. There can be a lot of actual spiritual phenomenon in missing time. A lot of people are more, um, the amnesia is not as strong when we're younger so we can actually be more sensitive when we're younger. But what happens is, it, is we block it out as we are <laughs> growing up and developing. Um, but notice a lot of people say, I remember this weird thing happened, but I can't remember anything more. So that's another thing where there are timelines within missing time that people want to regress back into. So that's another topic as well.
0: That is so interesting. I actually have two people I'm pretty close to that that really don't have any memories of their childhood at all. Um, And I can think of reasons why that would be logically. So that's really interesting. So then you can help uh, people to kind of re-experience that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, that's why I would feel I can do channeling because it can be a really, not everyone would want to go and regress into missing time. Does that make sense? Some right. people would be yes. like, I'm scared. I, it's unknown. I'm scared. So it's like, yes. okay, well, we can start with channeling. And sometimes the channeling yes. work builds up the client to regression. And that's why I love, like I said, I only do one-on-one to kind of really work at the pace of where someone is
0: yeah that makes complete sense and I like again like that differential of like the receiving the information versus experiencing the information I think that's such an important like thing to differentiate which I haven't really heard explained how you explain it and I really like that thank you Um, it really makes sense well okay so many more so many questions okay let me see what what's what feels like it's you know what I'm gonna ask this one this is a personal one um I carried a lot of guilt from a past lifetime and I carried it for a lot of lifetimes. And in this lifetime I have been able to like release it and, and work through that. Why carry it for so long? You know, like what, because we do bring gifts, but we also bring shadows from past lives. Right. Yeah. Or like the other kind of question that ties into this is like, sometimes we have fears or ways of being that just don't make sense for what we've experienced in this life. Like, is this then common to come from past lives?
1: It is. And that's where I come back to how I define it as the carried over energy
0: Um,
1: because the word karmic or this is a karmic pattern or a karmic emotion. I still say karmic relationships because if, if it is from different incarnations, therefore it is karmic but there's a lot of um, heaviness around karma, like as if it's good, bad karma, right? right, And then it polarizes. So the best way that I love to describe those phobias, those emotions, um, you know, the emotion of guilt, like you said, that's a carried over um, emotion. And emotions are so intelligent. They are so intuitive that there's actually something that wants to awaken your intuition through the emotional body. So I find emotions and our intuition is what soul is. So I find even those heavy, big emotions actually show us what our light work is, um, actually shows what our purpose is. So you kept carrying it over because there's medicine there. There's many layers to the activation of guilt there's um like I said there there are different ways that you're going to learn a disclosure of what it meant to you lifetime after lifetime that you might actually see it as do I want to release it or is this actually something sacred that I want to work with in a new light so (laughs) I I don't know if that helps answer your question
0: I mean I think I agree with you and I, I also agree with the wording of that karma can that word can like trigger something in people that doesn't make so much sense. So yeah, carried over is a good way to put that. Um, Well, we kind of spoke a little bit, you said karmic relationships. So I kind of want to jump back to that too. Uh, A question that had come in was, um, what are your thoughts on soulmates? And um, have you ever experienced like past, like clients or people that you know, who have had the same partner in this life as in previous lives? People were just really curious about past life relationships especially romantic but i think any would be interesting to me
1: <laughs> yeah so my favorite is the is when i do relationship clarity sessions and what i do is i channel the client's soul and energy and then i also channel the others okay now what i'm doing is i'm giving disclosure on what happened in a past life between the two souls. One, we have to keep in mind that the roles are not always going to be romantic in a past life. You know, they're not always going to be male, female, like how they are in Mm -hmm. this lifetime. So the second I am channeling two souls can be any type of relationship, romantic family member. I have to remove consciously what they are in this lifetime to understand who they were, what happened. Um, is this something that can be balanced in this lifetime? Um, is there unfinished business? So I have to investigate all these things. But what's fascinating is, you know, when I'm teaching about karmic relationships, people are like, tell you, you give people information about other people's souls background. You give, uh, you channel you know, disclosures of what happened between two souls, but you're also giving details about someone else's past life. And, and that was the best question I actually ever got in my course. I'm like, yeah, but we get these messages for us to decide for our free will. It can be balanced. Is it unfinished business? How do I want to move forward? Because we want to give the information to empower um, the client, right? We're not trying to Um, We want to neutralize our perspectives when we're channeling other people. We want to say like, this is something that their soul has gone through with you or separately, because sometimes there isn't like as much as a karmic connection, but we never want to use someone else's soul (laughs) history um, for them to know about them. It's more about for them to make the right actions and step forwards. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, so what you're saying is that someone came to you with a concern about when you're channeling, like if you were channeling me uh, in, in a relationship, and then you pulled in like my husband's information, you would be giving me information about, but, but have you ever had it where maybe you couldn't access, like say you couldn't access my husband's soul information, because I kind of believe that Whenever I'm like doing Reiki, I'll I'll ask like, is this okay for you to receive this energy? Yes or no. And I'll, I'll go with my, my intuition on that. Um, But if I wasn't ready to receive it or they weren't ready to share it, then it wouldn't be available to me. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So, but sometimes then it's saying like how this individual then um, where you're holding them and storing them in your emotional body, your physical body. And that storing of energy can be a connection cord to an event of a past life. So sometimes if it's not directly connected with the other person, there's still a story there that's going to help empower you with your situation, with your relationship. Does that make sense? So someone can even be um, teaching, uh, reminding you of a past life that wasn't even connected to them they might just came on your path to like open up a door to another past life. So you can remember. And when we remember, we're like, Oh, do I want to keep playing this out? So even if there is a karmic connection cord or not, or if I can or cannot channel, you know, what took place in another lifetime with the two, there's always going to be a disc like a connection cord. You're being guided somewhere. 100%. Exactly, that's what yeah. I love about this work. So it's interesting. It's like I can channel two and sometimes I can see the connections. Um sometimes like you said, if if you can't, there's something that's more meant for them than actually mm-hmm. the other person, which is sometimes fun because then it's like, "Oh, I'm learning more about myself through this experience with their relationship." And that's when it can be exciting and empowering and that's when that breakthrough happens.
0: Right. And there's just so much discernment, I feel like, in, you know, spiritual work, especially with others, too. And what comes through and or even like an Akashic Records, like they're going to show you what you're ready to see at this time. So not necessarily getting everything you think you need or want, but just what you do need.
1: And that's what I tell everyone when you go when they go into regression, they go, well, I want to see this lifetime. I go, we don't know where we're going. So (laughs) I I have to prepare people, let's go in with an intention, but people are surprised, you know, when they're like, I don't know where this place is, like consciously I can be on another planet, I can be, you know, like, so it's an experience that we have to be very open, but you are right. We are always shown um, where our vibration is, and I call that a frequency match. So the past lives yes. that are in parallel or they carried over energy, their frequency match to where we are in our conscious self or subconscious self and what we're ready to receive. Um, because we don't want information that doesn't resonate or feels random or doesn't make sense. And if something does feel random, I will actually look into that to get more clarity. So right. I feel everything's for sure. a reason. So I agree with you.
0: Well, what about, um? You, you kind of brought it up a little bit. You're saying that people are like, I want another planet or a plane. So someone else asked this question um, from your experience. Can people have past lives where they have traveled to other planes, planets, dimensions? If so, like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? How do you kind of work with those energies?
1: Absolutely. So I uh, specialize in celestial past lives and earth past lives because both come up both are so important. They actually balance, um, a parts of ourselves that make us feel like we don't fit in or we feel awkward or we feel, you know, like there's just like, I remember things be- feeling different, being different, and we can't put our finger on it because there's no reference point here on planet earth. So normally we have those symptoms. And that's what I call like celestial past lives. Now, what's interesting is, is when I walk someone through a regression, um, we, I regress someone within five minutes, I don't like, I'm probably a lot like you, I like to just dive right in. I don't like (laughs) to, to give the, um, the conscious mind time to have the mind chatter. So I like to go right into the regression and uh, regression takes about five minutes. Once the person is in regression, we land into an incarnation. Now, that can be anywhere on a planet Earth. It can be um, in the cosmos. They can be like, I'm just in space. (laughs) You know, like they can start really anywhere in a regression. But let's say they start on Earth, for example. We walk them through um, this past life to pull as much information. You know, who are they? Where are they? what's going on. And then I take them to their last day of that lifetime. And this is normally when they cross over. Okay. And this is when someone experiences death in a regression. So once we experience the death, this is when a guide comes to them to help them cross over, what I call the in-between life or the afterlife. Now, when we go through that crossover experience, one, everybody's guide is different. I haven't had one person experience the same guide. Mostly people are surprised who comes (laughs) and crosses them over in that past life. And then also the in-between life and afterlife does not look the same. And then sometimes they're reconnected with different celestial beings. They're surprised with how they look like, but they remember them. And sometimes they're like, I think this is a mom but it will not look human. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're describing yeah. these different beings, but feeling the connection and feeling the activation. And they have that time to have a dialogue with them. And um, so it's beautiful because even if they don't go to another planet, they're experiencing interdimensional beings um, and they actually get to receive downloads in their chakras and the energy from that dimension. And I can see people's like skin go like red, and they feel like warm, or they like, you can see them physically receiving the energy from that dimension, from those um, galactic beings. Um, And then I take them back um, here, Um, you know, and then we it's like, are you ready to leave, you know, because sometimes, it's hard leaving when you're in a regression because it's just yeah. so beautiful, the colors, the telepathic conversation. So I teach people how to have those telepathic um, exchanges when they're face to face with their guides as well. That's really important because it, it, it is all telepathic communication in regression, mm-hmm. but they are like we are speaking the whole time. But when I ask them to ask something, it's internal. So they're actually having telepathic communication and just passing that on through to me and I'm writing everything down. And then we kind of, and then because I specialize in different star systems, there are over 85 different species in the universe that we know of, um, because of my, my knowledge of that, I'm able to identify the nebula, you saw the color of it, um, what the guides features were like, this is your, uh, this is where you travel to, because a lot of times people don't know where they were. So it's my job with all the information that I can say, so your your origin is connected to this part of the universe. So when I say universe, I like to tell people where in the universe. Um, and when we say, oh, my connection with the universe, I like to tell people exactly where, where their origin is, where they resonate from, Just like when people talk about their past lives, they like to say what countries they've had different past lives. I like to give them all of those details um, through the things that come through. So it's a, I don't know if that answers the question from earth to galactic experiences, but I find the crossing over part of the regression, um, no matter what we are connecting with celestial beings um, and it's, it's one of the most powerful point of when people can meet their guides and have that opportunity, but also see death in a very different way as well. So there's a lot that happens in one
0: hour. This is so gorgeous. I, I'm just like over here. My, can you see my face? I'm just like, whoa, okay. So beautiful how you explained it. I, from there, like 10 more questions. Um, No, just a few. That's so beautiful. Um. <clears throat> Like I'm like following the journey, like with whatever we're talking about, I'm like
1: wait, I'm there right now. Like um, it's, it's beautiful. Like I so still out of body, like it's really hard to come down, like doing this work. Like it's just, and no experience is the same, you know, all yeah. souls are just so unique. And I, find, and I think that's the most beautiful thing about spirituality is seeing that none of us are the same and no one is experiencing the universe or earth the same. And and I love that. Yeah.
0: Well, so I think I know the answer, but I, I just want to get clarity on it. So when you are taking someone through a regression, it's as though they are there right then. Right. So if they're speaking with their guides in the um, spirit realm, like, you know, in between lives, they're actually speaking to them right like in real time like human time like they right now okay yes that's what you're shaking your head yes <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no and that's that's the amazing thing because they're like I just was with my guy you know and they are always with me they've always been yeah. there and that comes back to the timelines do you know what I mean it's like but like mm-hmm. I now have the face you know I now have the message. I have the support. Like it, it's experienced in real time, but like right. their astral body is in that dimension. And I'm keeping the communication line in this timeline, right?
0: Right. Yes, 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 yes. You're the anchor, <laughs> the anchor point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Actually, this question came up too, um, just just now. Have you experienced a life where someone was like a mermaid or a dolphin. Um, There's so many, like whatever, there's inner earth beings, like just um, different, like elemental beings.
1: Absolutely. Um, They are, I feel, from what I've gathered, you know, because nobody's experiences so There are lots of different hybridization Mm -hmm. in the universe. Let's be honest. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we see this depicted throughout ancient culture. (laughs) They're always showing like, you know, half bird, half human. Look at Hinduism with the elephant and the many arms. Hybridization is trying to show us that this universe is full of different species like since the beginning of time, like they're trying to prepare consciousness that there is more, you know, and when we say more, it can be mermaids, which are like, they're part of the elementals, fairies. There can be, um, you know, and they can be associated to different um, civilizations. So um, mermaids can come from more an Atlantean time because there was a lot more experimentation um, with different species around that civilization. Um, Also, different Mintaka in the Orion constellation had MERS avatars as well. Then there's Sirius B as well. It's a heavily water planet. Um, So, there are different um, areas where on Earth and in the stars, you could have been a mermaid. So, it could have been more galactic or more Earth based, if that makes sense. But um, there are even. Um, star systems that have had fairies and even um, angels sometimes are like we think we're seeing the depiction of the wings but they can be other species but we're just seeing the outline so do you know what I mean they can be more of different um, from the Orion uh, constellation as well so there's different times where our minds are trying to like label when we're seeing the aquatic features, when we're seeing like the wings or, um, insectoids, like it, it's it's so many different things come up in regression and it makes us realize that yes, there are mermaids. Um, people have soul memories of it. (laughs) Um, and for me, it's like, I can't say that it's just, now we just have to identify where did you have that mermaid experience? right? Like, let's, let's figure out where you had that experience and why. Interesting. yes. Yeah. That mermaid still had a role, still had relationships, still had themes, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's a reason why the mermaid consciousness is coming up and we want to, um, investigate that.
0: Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you for answering that. Um, yeah, I took this course with another, um, She talks about hybridization. You know, she has a book called So You Think You're Human. And it talks about like all like a bunch of different hybrids. Um and Mermaid was what came through for me uh (gasps) personally. So that's why I was curious um to ask that question. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh, I love that. That's so amazing because water is so powerful and like being a being connected to water and having a lifetime connected to water. Um, there are many like water portals just like they're earth portals so like it's so infinite diving into the elements but then the species within the elements right
0: yes that's so interesting too because I mean I'm obsessed with water but it's funny the card um, I drew some cards right before our session and water spirit was a big one and all three cards have water on them and I was like, this is interesting. And now it's kind of coming up in our conversation. So
1: that's beautiful. There. But thank you for bringing up, you know, different hybridizations and species. Cause it is a topic that I feel that needs to be discussed more because it does expand our receiving
0: <laughs> of yes. working
1: with spirit guides, because if we limit it in certain categories, and then we're like, I'm still not feeling that connection. But the more we have these conversations, the more we're welcoming in to remember. So thank you.
0: Yes, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I feel like it isn't talked about that much. And even what you were talking about with, you know, different celestial lives or like different star systems and things like that. It's not really something that I hear talked about that much either. Mostly, I think people think past lives on Earth. Yes. Um. So I find that really interesting too that that you could take you could experience um a regression with people all over you know and then you can tell them where that was um versus just like you know a past life in Europe but you can be like oh this is a past life in this part of the universe I love that you have that knowledge um
1: and experience
0: that's awesome um okay I don't think I've asked you this one so if I have that will be really embarrassing but um When we connect to souls who have passed away, like in this lifetime, that we knew in this lifetime, right, that we're experiencing. So, okay. So, for example, if I connect with my grandmother's soul, and she's passed away in this lifetime, but I'm connecting with her, like, say, right now, is she between lives? Is she in the spirit world? Or, like, has she already reincarnated? Can I still connect with her energy, like, even if she is reincarnated currently at the same time as me?
1: Yes. Um, so like we spoke about, you know, time is not linear (laughs) and that's a really, really big part foundation of my work. We need to remove that linear aspect. And then once we do that, then we can understand how the afterlife operates, how reincarnation operates, that it's very, very layered. Um, and that's what I say. I'm like, I receive in a layered way. It's not a linear way. Um, So when we're experiencing phenomenon of visitation from our ancestors who crossed over, um, they come in with a specific communication. Some people, it will be through birds, through music, through everybody has a different way to connect with their loved ones. And that is a fragment of their soul imprinting your space and time in this timeline. So they're always going to have that contact with you. There was there was a point for me personally, I knew when my grandmother was reincarnating because she told me (laughs) Um, and and it did change. It did. I did feel a shift. I didn't feel she was gone, but I noticed that she comes around for very she comes around 24 hours before events happen, um, if that makes sense. So she does come in when um, to help me with my foreseeing. So she has a different way of connecting with me and visiting me in my timeline when I need it. That doesn't mean she's going away, but I notice the communication dynamic changes or the symbolism or the signs of how I communicate with her from being on earth and communicating to the other realms. But also in regression, another great example of this is a lot of souls experience fragmentation. They will experience their soul being in particles (laughs) and and actually like feel like rain or feel like clouds and then feel themselves branch off from like being a tree to like a human. Like they can feel themselves being a part of everything. So when our ancestors leave, they leave a fragment of themselves um, within us, like in our lineage, or through different communications that we can sense them and feel them through our channel. Um, So a soul is so vast, that it really can leave parts of itself, right. And it'll always have a true connection with you that cannot ever be shaken throughout space and time. Like, I really believe that. Like, I believe when we have um, a true bond with the soul, that peace will always remain with us and it will always remain with them. So I don't know right. if that answers the question, but it's like through fragmentation process as a spirit, as a soul, we can always have those pieces. But sometimes we're told when a soul is saying, hey, it might be different you might notice like I'm communicating different with you. Like my grandmother like told me when she was going to reincarnate and I was like, Oh good. You know, like I was like happy, you know what I mean? But like, I still feel her presence and I can still channel her in um, and I still right. feel her peace with me. And I don't know if that helps.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because I, I think I've always thought about it too, is like time is a human construct. So, past lives don't necessarily have to be past. Like that happened before, you know, we could experience yeah. them at the same time. Um, so that's, yeah, that's where I always think about. It. I'm like, of course it's possible because time isn't real.
1: Yeah. But it's just, it's just how time is being experienced in different layers. So it trickles right. down and visits us. And then it kind of like, do you know what yeah. I mean? So that's my way of seeing it. So I always just say, think of the layers. Right. right, And then when we think of those layers, we're actually thinking about frequency, different harmonics right. of frequency within each dimension, because there's like a lower harmonic of 3D, there's a higher, a midpoint. So we're yeah. always dealing with different harmonics of each dimension. So also to where our vibration is at can actually affect the different harmonics and frequencies of making contact with other dimensions. I don't know right. if that makes yes. sense. No, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of someone say, and it was a little off topic, but you know, when I'm at my worst, I feel like I'm alone and I can't hear my guides. Have you ever heard that before? Yep. yep. So I come back to like, then because our harmonic, if we're going through a tough time, it's, 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 it's lower. It's just, you know, our aura is tighter. Yep. We're dealing with tension. So it's when our aura is tighter, then we know where our harmonic is in the third dimension. But then sometimes if we're like, okay, I'm going to open up my channel, I'm going through a hard time, it lifts the vibrational harmonic in the 3D, then 4D, 5D, wherever your guides are resonating, they're able to meet you in that nice meeting point, right? So I say they're not gone. Sometimes when we're tight in our shell... It's just harder for contact to happen because that's just how the layers of the universe works. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. I, I love how you explain that too, because I felt it too. If I'm in like a really dark place, um, yeah. I have a person I'll reach out to and say, please help me. I'm not even able to clear myself right now because I just can't, I just can't get there, you know? And um, as soon as they do that, I almost, okay, I'm like, and I can still, now I can pretty much always connect with my guides. That's not um yeah no matter where I'm at that's a constant um I even like recently I was just processing a ton of old fear and I was like I want to give up and I was like this is weird I don't usually feel this that I want to give up that's not really like a feeling for me um that I experience anymore and they were like well you know we can't let you (laughs) I was like I know I was like I know but I just felt so in the human experience and so I reached out um So someone I used to see regularly, I don't, I don't see them regularly anymore, but I was like, could you just send me a little extra light, see if there's any negative chords that I'm not seeing that I'm not, like, at this frequency that I'm vibrating at, able to cut myself, and then she was like, yes, there is a lot of negative chords and a ton of old fear, you're just processing, and the next day I was like, I feel great, I was still processing, but I could access more information, you know, channel was stronger. So I think it's a really interesting way to explain it like that, where it's just like, yes, when we're vibrating lower for me anyways, I feel like it can be more challenging to. And that's what I
1: mean. It's nothing against you or the person or you're being abandoned. I always tell people I go, Mm -hmm. no, like it's just part of the process. Like, you know, and also to, um, we can find that meeting place again. Don't feel like it's broken. Don't feel like that connection's broken Making contact is a whole other topic, but that's what regression is. We're making contact with other right. dimensions, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. I love it. And I, 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 love that you said that too, about how like you're sometimes it's so easy to be like, Oh, I'm alone. And I'm like, I'm never alone. And now I know that. And I've embodied that, you know, it's like, I don't want to do this alone. It just feels really scary. Like, I don't want to go to the doctor alone. And I'm like, I'm not alone. And there's also the lesson in, you know, if, If I'm having a hard time doing my own clearing, it's okay to reach out and ask someone else for help who is in, you know, my sphere and can help me.
1: I tell people all the time, my door is always open, you know, and I really, really mean that because we need those people who can just, um, break things down, process things. It's really, really important to have those rocks because dealing with life, but then on a spiritual sensitive level too we're experiencing so much at once that is very heightened and, and, you know, being on this path, on the healing path, um, on our journey, our personal development, uh, whatever you want to call it, it is super sensitive. Right. And, and that's why I love like saying like, yes, please like have your allies, have people who can break down the dimensions, the process spirit, you know, because we need it more than ever. And I think it's really important to have in our day-to-day practice.
0: Right. Totally. Yes, it is. I think. And I think there is so many lessons in that too. And in kind of building that community for ourselves and um, knowing that we aren't alone, we're not alone in spirit. And we're also not alone here. There are people who can, who can assist us. Um, Yeah. Well, before we wrap it up, I would love to go over like your perspective on, you know, what past life work is here to help us with and like, why is it really important to learn about past lives.
1: Yeah. To either a,
0: experience or receive.
1: Yeah, that's an amazing question because I realize past lives are behind everything. It's a portal to ourselves, it's a portal to understand our current present moment. Um, and that's why I realize there's there's always more behind what we're seeing, what we're feeling. Um, who's around us, you know, Um, so I feel past lives are, I see past lives in everything in my everyday life. Um, I'm learning about my past lives as my own life is, is unfolding. So are my past lives unfolding. And then once I get more, see more of those connection cords, it empowers me further, becomes a beautiful reference. And I call it a source point. Um, that it's, it's within me. It's, it's my story that's bigger than actually what even is happening. And it gives so much depth and meaning to my blessings and my challenges um, because I'm honoring um, that deep side of me. And I think that's what spirituality is, is how can we go deeper? How can we go more inwards? So past lives is the inward journey and also how it deepens our experiences in our everyday life. So like I said, the topics are endless from earth to galactic lifetimes, <laughs> yeah. um, from um, why our parents are our parents to why am I dating the wrong person to what am I here to do? Um, why am I experiencing things in my health? Why am I experiencing my emotional body this way? why am i experiencing energy this way past lives answer all of that and i know that's pretty bold statement <laughs> but this is why every time someone asks me a question i'm like i want to go deep i want to i want to i don't want to just answer that yeah this will happen and this is going to be your future i don't feel like i'm serving the self the true self if i speak that language because my my channel is showing me so much of their soul history that wants to be unlocked. Okay. <laughs> and I can't help but speak that language. <laughs> so I think it's just now the language I speak because it's what I see.
0: Right. Ah, okay. Well, <laughs> do you have anything... Um... I I know we've kind of talked a lot, like a little bit throughout, like about the things that you do, your offers and such, but if you just want to tell people like where to find you um, and, you know, any specific things you're working on that you love offering that you want to talk about, please do. I love to end my episodes on that so people can find you <laughs>
1: and work with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So like I said, I work one-on-one only. I even teach one-on-one only. All my work is one-on-one Um, and that's why I um customize it and that's what it, Um, that my my offers are so from channeling to experiences which can be reiki or regression is the experience side um, to just having different um, specialized channeled sessions Um, and then also I'm going on maternity leave soon so I'm just accepting one-on-one until the first and second week of April And then I am back in July doing one-on-one. So I'll be away for two months. But everyone can find me on my Instagram. Um, Message me through Instagram or through my website, which is the link in my bio. And I'm one of those people. I respond right away. (laughs) I'm never far. And um, I'm always like love to hear about people who are having phenomenon experiences, dreams, past lives. Like This is what I'm passionate about um so yeah it's just it's one-on-one it's customized um I try to break it down as best as I can um because it's like case by case with everyone that I work with but yeah
0: oh I love it and I'm so excited to have our sessions together too so yay
1: I'm um, so excited
0: well thank you so much for coming on Talia best this was like I'm going to have to listen to it again myself and again, and just keep getting the the wisdom here and the insight because there was a lot. Um, and I, and I, there's so much more we could dive into, but I just really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you so much for hopping on today. I would love to know your favorite takeaway from this episode. You can find me on Instagram at a nourishing place, or let me know in your review. Community is so important to me and within a nourishing place. I would love to connect with you further. Sending you so many blessings and so much love.